consumerism is king in Scott and Jared's discussion on everything from McChicken loving to fatal kite fight clubs to diarrhea-inducing gummy bears. And in web droppings, Juggalos finally get some attention in ritualistic fashion, with some help, of course, from some southern murder forest clowns. Now, get lost with the Lost at Home podcast, ding-dongs. podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the show. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we're back for episode 132. And thank you to everyone who tuned in over the last two weeks for our back-to-back interviews, both Ray Santiago from Ash vs. Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell on Stars, and Mark Steger, who plays the Demogorgon on Stranger Things. Uh, we want to just do a quick shout out to both of them and just thank them again for being on the show. Those were great interviews. Uh, I gotta say, um, whenever the the subject material is something that I am extremely passionate about, I'm such a fanboy. Yeah. When yeah. it comes to doing those interviews, like I actually get a little nervous beforehand. I certainly then, did with then, both of those. Yeah. Yeah, butterflies a little bit, then loosen up immediately because I've noticed almost all the time when we interview people. Th- these people are just like you and me. They're just doing something they love. Yeah. And they're happy to talk about it. They just, they love that someone took interest and that someone cares. I know. I'm always afraid, like, especially when we go through, like, uh, you know, an agent with some of these larger, like, Ray and, and Mark, who are very busy and stuff. And you generally go through, like, a manager and agent. And sometimes I'm wondering, like, did the person even want to do that? Or the manager or agent was like, no, you should do it because you got to get blah, blah, blah. And are we going to get to them and they're cranky and they don't want to talk and they're just going to be like, and then you talk and like immediately they're super nice. I mean, they called, I mean, uh, you know, they could sort of have a right to be dicks if they wanted to, especially when a couple of lowly little Vermont podcasters bug them about stuff. But then they just chat us up because I think they also can get from us that we're not just asking generic questions that we, uh, I mean, even Mark, said toward the end he wanted to talk for like a half hour he ended up talking for about a little over an hour and even said at the end like oh i actually had a lot more fun on on this interview than i expected or normally have so yep we can because it's generally like we're just looking to geek out we're not like professional uh i mean we sort of technically are now i guess because we've done it enough we could claim that but we're not like worried about all this journalistic integrity of getting these like sound bites and like he was saying try to put spoilers in the mouth like we're in it to geek out and hopefully other people will geek out with us so if we want to talk with mark steger for 20 minutes about tool for getting in fights with metallica then that's what we're going to do yeah that was super fun and i gotta say <laughs> uh if uh, if this is your first time listening to our show and it's not an interview episode perhaps you tuned in to hear uh, uh ray or mark um, this is your first regular episode without an interview subject. This is not always an interview podcast. We only pepper those in when we find the need to. Yeah. And with Stranger Things uh, being a huge hit and Ash vs. Evil Dead coming back this fall, we decided that was a need. We needed to talk to those people. Yeah, and they but, both happen to line up uh, around the same time, which is also good because it kind of preps us for Halloween month, which is our favorite month on the podcast anyway, where we get into some horror stuff. And we're both, again, huge fans of both those shows. So there's no way we're saying no to either of those as the opportunity arises. All right, so this week we have a sponsor, same as every week. We have the Bambox, and 
to keep this uh, brief, the BAM box is literally the best subscription box I have ever purchased. And I purchased a lot. I don't want to buzz market other uh, like subscription boxes like Nerd Block or Horror Block, even though I just did. But uh, <laughs> good job. Good job, Scott. But I would like to say that if you go to thelostonepodcast.com and you click on the BAM box link and you use code LAH10, you can actually start subscribing to one of the only truly unique subscription boxes for geeks and nerds out there today. Uh, these don't have Funko Pops and T-shirts and toys off the rack at Kmart. They actually include Hollywood replicas, autographed items, original animation cells from 80s cartoons, uh, autographs from modern celebrities, and this month's theme is Strange. There is a guaranteed one in four uh, Stranger Things cast autograph in this box from the, uh, what's his name, the weird toothless kid? Uh, well, I know that his his real name is Gatton Matarazzo. It's a Gatton yeah. Gatton Matarazzo. I I don't know exactly. And we we don't but, even, but he played Dustin anyway. Dustin, uh, the toothless uh, Dustin. And we don't even know if that's a autographed photo of himself, like you'd get at a con, or maybe a uh, a replica of his hat, like just another one of the hat he wears. It's very iconic. Yeah, or maybe one, just one of his teeth. By him. One of his teeth, or one of his teeth. <laughs> we don't know, but just sign up for that. Uh, make sure to go through lostonepodcast.com. Click on the Bandbox link in the middle of the page and use LAH10 as your code. That gets you 10% off, and it helps the show. Uh, hard drives are not free. So, uh, now moving on to the show, and this kind of ties into the fact that we just discussed uh, you spending money to get something cool to help yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our theme of this week is consumerism. That's correct, yes. And even though we were just like, buy, buy, to help us, we're, we're I mean, regardless, oh, we're no, not no, saying no. good it's, or bad. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, no, this isn't good or bad. No, we're and, just literally about consumerism for the moment. And, and yeah. before we get into the consumerism segment, uh, oh, like normal, we like go, we do, we web, have web droppings. Web droppings. Web droppings. Now, the web droppings this week uh, center around Juggalos and the Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. And this can also be, technically, if you really want to work it into consumerism, it could be, because the the, the ICP Juggalo is a brand. It, oh, it absolutely really is. Well, not only a brand, they're, they're a gang, too. Well, the FBI declared them a gang, yeah, which a, also gang. shows that the FBI needs to clean out their old uh, Apple... Uh, what 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 was the model computer we played Oregon Trail on? Apple two C plus. Yes, they yeah. had to clear out their caches and their Apple two C pluses. <laughs> I don't even think they had caches back then to speak of, but yeah, they technically did. But it was like a two K cache. Yeah. But the uh, the Juggalos are back in the news, and uh, if you're a long time listener of the show, as some of you are, um, we do Juggalo weeks. Uh, this year around this time would technically be Juggalo week three. Yeah. Uh, first year, there was a ton of news. It was our first time doing it. And, and we, it, well, we, we dug deep and we found a lot of stuff. And fun it coincided stuff. with uh, the time where it coincided with Shark Week and everybody does Shark Week stuff, blah, 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 Fuck blah, blah. Shark Week. That's and, why we did yeah. Juggalo Week. And, and it was sort of like a, a play on. You were like, your hey, man, picture, why don't we do that? Your Jaws Juggalo oh, yeah. picture is That's amazing. Right. If right. anyone was wants a... to go back and find <laughs> that through an old episode of ours uh, on our website, the picture is definitely there. Yeah. Go, yeah. go back. Two years from now. I might make a shirt out of that or something. Or it was poster. a really yeah. good shirt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the idea is we we find Juggalos fascinating. Their culture... Uh, and we're not totally shitting on them. No, we do what we don't. We always go into it shitting on them. And then we, like, at, by the time we're done, we're, it's almost like, I almost respect you. It's a love-hate relationship. It really is, yeah. Because they're, they're, they're super crazy. inclusive. Like, in a weird millennial way. Like, like, I hate millennials because they're 
dipshits, but I love how inclusive and loving they are of all people. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. Yeah. It, juggalos fit the same scheme for me. Which is funny because you think of them like when they're a, like a gang, to, to any like of, a hate group to, or anything, to, but no. To any of our new millennial listeners, we appreciate <laughs> your uh, your sponsorship of the show with Bambox and yeah. your continued listening and subscriptions on iTunes. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. We really do. You are the future. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Insane Clown Posse came back in the news because a group of juggalos uh, recently got into a little bit of trouble with the law. Um, and what I love about this story is we keep referring within this story to an incident a year ago. Right. But there's no uh, there's no in-depth reporting or like hyperlinks going back to the year ago story. Have you seen any? Uh, no, no, not at all. I mean, what- if you want to dig for one moment, I'll, I'll set the scene. Um, a year ago, a juggalo died. This is what we mean yeah, by yeah. We, that we one I, I was I was looking for because it's so vague in the story. They don't yeah, really they, give you a lot of details on it. I was looking for that, so I'm guessing it was just like one of their friends just died, like, and it was them essentially performing some kind of memorial ritual for him. Because I was looking for like a real like a real thing in the news, be like, oh, there was a reason to really. You know, remember this person? They died at the hand of the cops. You know, in a gang war or at the gathering of the juggalos. So this is from a hate this crime. is this is a boring death. Like oldest juggalo dies yeah, died at forty four. <laughs> <laughs> Just of course of natural diabetes. causes. It's diabetes because of all the fago. Of course, yeah. we know that a fago overdose. That, no, but, no. When it's a, when it's a juggalo, it's natural causes. It's natural causes, <laughs> man. It's the way you're supposed to go. Forty four. Forty four. Yeah, I like the, like I would actually like to see the average oldest. age of a juggalo. Like is yeah, the the death oh, rate like that'll that'll actually come up later. Consumerism because I actually did a weird set of death statistic uh, web searches. Oh, cool. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, let's come back around to that later. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, what we ended up having was a juggalo party, and it was in memoriam of the one year anniversary of a dead juggalo uh, to whom we have zero information on. Sorry. Yeah. So, again, old age, 44, we're going to go with. Now, part of this uh, this memorial was uh, a girl who was at the party, uh, Noons, as her name is, which I do not believe is her real name, honestly. And if it is, wow. Uh, N-E-U-N-N-E-U-E-N-S. Shelby Noons or something like that? Noons? Yeah, it looks like it's... Because they... Noons is a is a I swear to God it's it's a referenced word in Juggalo culture. Maybe, but they but they all the other ones they put the, in quotes their Juggalo names because huh. there's because there I is. I thought that was a noon. I thought that was a reference Juggalo term. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah, if well, anyone yeah, listening no, knows uh, better, well, uh, write us on Twitter. Find out. But yeah, this this woman actually. Uh, well, first of all, they were they figured in memoriam of this Juggalo that we have no information about the old age Juggalo. We're gonna call him and. He, uh, the, Grandpa in, Jugs. Yeah, Grandpa Jugs died. All right, they were gonna do a I little bit of. I lost my side drinking diesel. <laughs> Rest in peace, Grandpa Jugs. I wish I could have seen the Challenger explode, yeah. but I missed it. <laughs> what from all the diesel drinking? <laughs> what from all the diesel? <laughs> well, apparently, the way that uh, the the Juggalos uh, celebrate their dead or uh, memorialize their dead is by having blood drinking rituals. Yeah, they they did bloodletting using a machete on uh, young Shelby's arm. They, yes. they slit her arm open and they poured the blood into a shot glass yep. and, 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 and drank it. And then they were like, you know what? That's not enough. Not to not for Grandpa Jugs. Not for, as sweet as Fago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it was mostly Fago. <laughs> Have you ever drank a Juggalo's blood? It actually comes out bright orange and filled with uh, sugars. Yeah. Now, um, that is not even the weirdest part of the story. They bloodlet it into a shot glass and drank it. That would have been fine. That would have no. been standard fare for... But, you know, standard fare is not enough 
for Grandpa Jugs. Nope. They then consensually, and she she agreed to this, uh, chopped her pinky off. Yeah, because they said we got to do something more. We got to chop a hatchet. A, we got to chop a, a, a. They were talking like an appendage of some kind yeah. off. She's like, I don't need to use my pinky. Yep. And it took uh, it took two tries to get it off, and then they were actually smart enough to think about cauterizing, cauterizing it, which is the smart thing to do. But they, they tried weren't... doing it with a cigarette yeah, lighter which from exactly a car. Have the, uh... Well, if you think about the size, the circumference of a cigarette lighter, good, and yeah. the circumference of a finger, it in a weird way almost makes perfect sense. It, it makes sense, except for the like if they had thought about the amount of heat it would actually take to completely, essentially sear like oh, a, a steak. You a, know, a car cigarette lighter will lose. 99% of the heat it generated just lighting a cigarette yeah. which is yeah. dry tinder you can like touch yourself and like dry and tinder like, also something I'm working on on the side <laughs> <laughs> tune uh, back in in October I'll be unveiling my new app nice. dry tinder mm. um, so well yeah so uh, it, so it took two tries to cut the pinky off and then two tries to cauterize it the second time they smartened up and they were just like you know what fuck it blowtorch see I'm wondering what they mean by blowtorch because not everyone has what I would think in my head as being a, a air quote blowtorch. I'm thinking like, did one of these juggalos have like a creme brulee? That's what I like. <laughs> one of the little guys. Yeah. You know, but no, these are juggalos. I I imagine one of like the with the uh, little one liter propane, uh, you know, with the knob on it, kind of the, the real and, ones. And you yeah. light it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I imagine one like that. I like. I, I mean, it's, it's enough to cauterize a, a, a severed pinky. So we know that much because uh, sure. apparently it worked and in Newins or whatever Shelby was like, yeah, you know, the pinky being chopped off that hurt. But boy, howdy, did the old uh, blowtorch uh, yeah. hurt even more, which makes perfect sense because, you know. Now, uh, Shelby went home and uh, she actually went home to her boyfriend's house where his mother called the cops. And currently the person who chopped the finger off is on the run from the law. Yeah. Uh, we missed one small detail. He put the finger in a baggie and put it in the freezer because he was going to. Oh, he was going to eat it. And eat yeah, he's going to eat it later. Um, which I guess would, after all of that, was really be one of the only real uh, crimes he possibly could have committed because cannibalism in general. Is a but crime. he didn't do but it. He didn't do Technically, it. freezing it was like, saving it, preserving there, it for reattachment. Is there like intent to commit cannibalism as an official like fucking? Oh, that's amazing. Is that a crime? I, uh, I apparently intent. <laughs> what is intent to commit cannibalism? Like buying barbecue sauce and. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to eat that later as a good start. <laughs> Chopping a finger off and preserving it and uh, even having, like, fine finger-shaped dipping sauces and containers. No, apparently he's been uh, charged. Um, this is Jonathan Schrapp, 24, who yeah. is actually on the run, I believe. And he's he is charged with mayhem and reckless injury. For which that is act. a Class F felony, which could lead to 12 and a half years in prison and $25,000 in fine. Yeah, fight. that's just the reckless injury part. I think the now, mayhem now, is up to, like, 40 years. Now, can we just stop for one moment sure thing. we can yeah can we talk about that uh I, I forget his name and i'm glad i didn't take precious uh brain cells to store this information um the the, the rapist fred rogers yeah jer has wasted brain cells <laughs> mr rogers i assume mr. Rogers. People, yeah. are, are you talking about the guy uh, that i'm talking about who raped the girl behind the dumpster after a party and only got three months in jail. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about Mr. Rogers, like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. No, no. Yeah. Uh, are, are you familiar with this story? Of, I, of course guy? I am. The guy who yeah. like literally served three months of the six-month sentence for good behavior in jail yeah. when he should have been in, in prison for 12 years or 10 years. For like raping that. a girl yeah. who's passed out. For Yes. for And that he only got... He got stopped just at the quote-unquote digital penetration stage because people fucking found him and 
ran him down and beat his ass down until the cops showed up. Because you don't like he would have obviously gone and, and done like regardless it was it was I just mean we're we're, we're yeah. talking rape intent cannibalism intent yeah yeah I mean we need judges to sort this yeah, stuff we, we out gotta, for us we, do. We, we we can't come to terms with this but but, but this, guy, this is just mayhem and reckless injury but this guy cut off a woman's finger who said cut my finger off right and is right. gonna get 12 and a half years in prison if he's caught hopefully not and a guy who's like I'm just gonna rape her. Yeah, and I'm definitely gonna rape her, and that's definitely what I did. Yeah, and like he well, three yeah, months. Well, yeah. So from now on, remember, if you want to cut your friend's finger off when he or she is saying do it, yeah, don't just don't. go rape somebody instead. Just go, yeah, yeah, because you're gonna get in way less trouble. Yeah, that's the way the, the or just rape them. Actually, that's true. Just be like, hey, how about instead of the whole finger thing, we memorialize Papa Jugs or Grandpa Jugs by you saying no to me, uh, think, having sex with you, and digitally penetrating. Do you think the judge would do an average on jail time if yeah. you cut their finger off and raped them with it? Uh, ooh, digitally. It, it just digitally. It just uh, it just cancels it, the, the, each other out. Oh, so there's no crime at all. No crime at all. No yeah. crime at all. There yeah. you go. First, yeah. first, if, first, if you want, the, the, <laughs> you heard it first. Lost no podcast. <laughs> Yeah, just do both, and somehow nothing happens. Consensual uh, limb dismemberment. Yeah, yeah. Plus rape equals no jail time. No jail time. Yeah. Now, Uh, you brought us an update to this story because the second man has been jailed after what they're calling the Green Bay Juggalos have their blood-drinking ritual and dismemberment party. Yeah, this guy is Preston Hyde, who apparently um, was... Uh, part of the part of the group and part of the memorial, but not necessarily the one. Not the one that actually chopped the finger just off. There, just, but just there. Just yeah. He has tattooed devil horns on his uh, forehead, by the way. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And this is uh, AKA Bloody Ruckus, by the way. And uh, Bloody Ruckus actually was technically uh, jailed for probation violation. I'm guessing you're not supposed to uh, be in the vicinity of people attempting to commit cannibalism and chopping people's fingers off. I think off. that's really unfair because I would like to be in the vicinity of this, but take no part in it. Yeah, no, you just, like, just stand I, by I, and watch. Like, I need VR to get cheap and readily available fast. I need every Juggalo party to have a 360 VR camera in the middle of it. Well, apparently, this is a little several. I'll never leave about. my house. Uh, apparently, they did say that the that it was um, videotaped, but the actual video hadn't hadn't surfaced at this point. Luckily. You mean it's on one individual person's Yeah, phone. somebody apparently, like, they have it in custody as, or they know that it's, uh, I'm guessing maybe even this guy, uh, Preston Hyde, was uh, taking a, a camera, you know, of it, camera of it, a video of it. Anyway, so, um, so Preston Hyde, known as Bloody Ruckus, was booked into the Brown County Jail on September 6th. Um, and as I was looking over those, you know, we, we like our wordplay here. We absolutely uh, do. We are massive fans of the written word. Yeah, and last year, pretty close to this time. And in September, actually, we did an entire month on uh, language, linguistics, and fun yeah. stuff like that. And had a lot of fun with weird words and swears and things. Um, I decided, I realized when I looked at, when I saw the word brown, I'm like, that looks a lot like the word clown. And this is the insane clown posse. And then I realized with county and jail, it has all the letters there to make the word clown. So I was like, oh, I wonder if I toss that into a multi-word anagram uh, generator or solver, I should say, um, on the internet, uh, if anything will come back with the word clown in it, if other real phrases are actually in there that use all of the letters, if any of you aren't aware of, familiar with what an anagram is, you know, using all the letters, rearranging them into something else, three sensible words, four sensible words, a sent one sensible word. Uh, in this case, I was looking for a multi-word one, obviously, because Brown County Jail has to spell something. Um, so anyway, uh, it came up with 22 things that contain the word clown in it. I picked the best four because a lot of them were just gibberish. 
Uh, but believe it or not, and some of these actually really sort of pertain. The first one especially is what this guy should do if he goes to court uh, and is tried, and actually goes to trial, I should say, is obtain clown jury. I now, love that that's an anagram that from That actually Brown from Brown County, County Jail, Jail, you need to obtain a clown jury when you go to trial. You know, if you were to post these somewhere, like, these are amazing anagrams. Keep going. There's, yeah, oh, there's yeah. three more. So so the, the next one is uh, boat clown injury, which actually technically, I guess, then you could have clown boat injury uh, if you want to swap that around. So boat clown or clown boat, either way, injury uh, is interesting too. Again, clown injury, any kind of thing like that. Um, the next one was just, it doesn't really make any sense, but it's unitary job clown because uh, I also thought of a clown job as being some kind of like uh, like a hand job or something like that, but from a clown, like a, <laughs> like, a, like the big over like oversized like balloony hands jerking you off, like oh, oh boy, um, which is also uh, what Mickey Mouse sounds like. That was like, almost or, your Mickey Mouse expression, which is oh, oh, similar oh, to mine. Boy, yeah, that's a big old dick jerking that motherfucker right off. <laughs> oh shit, I'm late for the gathering of the juggalos. Huh? Um, the last one is a ruby clown joint, which I get like a lot of people probably hear that and think that of just marijuana. Be something, but I feel like that's more like a Spike Lee joint. Like when you know all the movies start, like oh, it's a Spike Lee joint. I figure like a ruby clown joint, like a ridiculous clown director, or obviously a ruby clown joint could be like a, a strand of weed. I could see too, like oh man, you get that ruby clown? Yeah, man, I roll the ruby clown joint. Uh, like so those are f the four anagrams that came across in this uh, in this solver. There were 22 total. A lot of them are just like technically words that go together, but they don't actually sound like they're any kind of real phrase. They're uh, amphigories, I guess you would call them. Um, these actually sort of make sense. Not only that, but obtain clown jury is just so fucking spot on for an arrested clown I, who needs to obtain I, a clown jury if I'm, he wants a fair trial. I'm honestly trying to figure out exactly where that could be peppered in because you and I do not write for any like major sites, if you will. We write yeah, for it would have to be own. posted somewhere, but like, where do you post? Like, yeah, I'm friends with uh, one of the top writers for The Verge. Yeah, yeah. maybe we could send it to him. Yeah, just be like, hey, something's in here somewhere. Like, yeah, you, how, you, you could have can some make fun. a story. You could have some fun this. with this, or at least have a list. Or you know, like use the things, anagrams, yeah. quote us. You know, at the, at the very least, it could be fun to uh, pop on. I'm sure. Like I saw this story pop up on Reddit when it first uh, landed quite a few times on my. Weird no, we, we should so. we should try to pepper this out to someone else because I don't yeah. think we can do it justice with our social media presence. We have a big enough presence, but I don't think this fits our niche yeah. as far as like. The fun you can it's, have. It's a, it's a good little twist on it. And it, it's just one of those like, oh, hey, interesting. We can also spend more time writing on our website personally. You and I could do stories that are like this. Sure. Like in-depth yeah. pieces on individual things. Just currently I don't have a whole lot of time to write. No, you mean like real investigative journalism. Yeah. Thought about it in the past. There's no reason I why Lost some Podcast couldn't be a, uh, a landing site for people. You know, here's the thing is when we do our like uh, every once in a while when we do the really like heavily themed months and stuff like that and we actually put... Uh, it's not like we don't put time into digging these stories up, but it's usually just here's a story, another one's another one, and they kind of uh, write themselves as we talk about them. But there have been times where we've had those really thorough discussion pieces where we've done extra research and stuff like that. And every time I do that, I have such a blast, and I wish I had the time and capacity to, to actually like regularly produce that kind of content for. It wouldn't really again be for a show; it would be to like as a, like an extra blog post supplemental kind of thing. Um, but uh, the one last thing I was curious about, actually, with the uh, ICP that I was a little worried about, 
um, is what effect this will have on the Million Juggalo March, which is happening about a year from now, uh, September 16th, Absolutely none. None. <laughs> if anybody's uh, curious. Jer, none. The million, none. None. <laughs> the, none. The, none. The Million Juggalo none. March. None. Scott, none. Scott, but you have to realize gonna, this gonna, is important for them. This, this might get them declassified hey, as a gang. Hey, Jer. Yeah, Jer. None. Jer. None. None at all? None. None at all? None. Well, we have, have it there, folks. None. <laughs> that investigative journalism we were talking about. Um, uh, can I interrupt yeah. the show real you, quick you to can, a yeah. series of texts I just received? You can, yeah. yeah. Um, my son just sent me a series of texts, and I'm going to show you the pictures, Jer, yeah. on air right now, and this is a podcast, so yep. there there is this thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I it would you, you see this thing? It looks like it looks like red stems. Yeah. with white eyeballs. Yeah, I was gonna say like eyeballs growing from a plant of some kind. Yeah. And I said, I, I in the middle of the show, I text him, "Whoa, like what? What is that?" Yeah. And what he ended up telling me was, "Yeah, I was walking to the bank and I saw it sticking out of the ground in a tiny dirt clearing by itself. I just looked it up and it's called a dot doll's eye flower. Whoa, dude. doll's eye." Flower. That's very cool. He says it is, in all caps, super poisonous. Eating it instantly sedates all muscles in the body and causes a heart attack and or paralysis. Holy shit. Okay. So, well, first of all, everybody should uh, be looking up as you're listening to this if you are Doll's on a Doll's Eye Flower. It, it's actually creepy. It's something I would expect to see out of like a weird like labyrinth movie or something of like, oh, like a thing growing in the background. Now, I had to ask him, did you transplant it yourself? Because his photos show it clearly in a pot. In a pot. In front of his house. Yes. Yes. And it, he just got done so telling you. So he was you, like, your wow, son just what's got done that telling super you, yeah. poisonous thing? <laughs> oh, it's super duper poisonous. Guess I'll transplant it. Now, doodly doodly do. No, my son is amazing and awesome and cool as hell. And I love the fact that he sent me that during the show because as I Honestly, looked I at feel like that's it, sort I was just like, like that's, that's worthy of the podcast. It's, it's, oh, a, weird, yeah. it's a weird thing on the podcast. Our, I was never familiar with it and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Looking. And apparently because he found it growing out of a crack in the ground in Vermont, it can be a native plant to Vermont, I'm the, the first, well, I'm sorry, the second story other than uh, Wikipedia, the second thing on Google when you uh, look it up, not in image search, is Doll's Eye, 15 plants that could kill you from MNN.com. Or, One know, of the top the 15. It's just like 15 plants that can kill you, probably that just grow around. Uh, yeah, so apparently. Uh, so yeah, nasty. if you find a doll's eye plant, look for something with little stubby red stems. It's like one straight stem. And, and little I guess stubby what ones. they're considered, they're, they're, the things that look like eyeballs are considered their berries. They're their fruit of Yeah, the but they all it, right has, out it of has, the has zero leaves. Yeah, it just grows right out of the end of the stem. Yep. And it's like stems one stem and eyeball looking at you. Fucking weird. Oh, it's creepy as okay. shit. Yeah, that's totally, um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry to sidetrack the show with that. But no, it's it, like, it totally worth it. Everybody should be looking up uh, Doll's Eye, whatever thing. Doll's Eye Plant. Doll's Eye Plant. Uh, All right, now we have one last little part of this uh, Juggalo segment before we get into our consumerism discussion. And that is the, a, and this has been reported on other podcasts, so apologies yeah. if you've well, already well, heard this. We should also We're a little that, behind because of the Ray and the, the Mark. Yeah, if, if, if anybody was listening, on the Ray Santiago interview, we were actually planning on having this episode in between Mark, and then the we were able to uh, interview Mark earlier than expected, and we were not going to wait on that at all. So luckily, on it, so. luckily, to make this part of the story extra fun for the listeners and not to be another boring like retread of something you've already heard, we did contact Bruce Bruce Moran, and we had him read the letter ahead of time that we're going to splice into this interview. 
Um, as it goes, uh, we have in South Carolina a housing development that has been plagued by an evil clown in the woods. Now, uh, they actually sent out a letter to everyone in Greensville, in this Greensville, South Carolina housing development, warning them about this. And um, let me start with the residents of the Fleetwood Manor Apartments are the ones who are currently on edge First, not just people in yeah. south carolina in general it can, is can specifically... I that there's like let's let's talk about the fucking person who decided to name something fleetwood, the fleetwood manor, fleetwood manor apartments yeah. fleetwood manor, manor sounds like i'm sorry manor and then apartments i love don't that it's it. manor apartments yeah. not, it might as well be like a mansion apartment yeah exactly like you don't like a fleetwood manor sounds like this amazing like for royalty and you're like oh i'm, I'm a duke and i, I have my it's manor sh- it's shitty apartments with maybe a wall even around it, like a yeah, like like one of those gated communities. I think once oh. you, once you put a wall up, you can put fancier words in your nomenclature. Oh, is that where we're going to be able to co- uh, consider Mexico after we put a wall around it? Is yeah, it, it's now just, they're just going to consider themselves a gated community, it's, and they're uh, going to be able to charge higher rents. We're actually going to be helping their economy. It's sub Arizonan manner. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's a ta- taco manner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? I said taco manner because I just want to be really racist. Because they love tacos. I'm trying to think of other actually, I believe, Mexican I, I believe Americans actually eat more tacos per capita than uh, than Mexicans. I'm making that fucking totally up. But I wouldn't be surprised. I did read something uh, today saying taco trucks are now as American as Chinese food and pizza. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In other words, like, it's, I don't it's know everywhere. What... It's, it's not like something you just get at like a, a Mexican restaurant or shitty Taco Bell. Like... Every town has a nice taco joint. Or and I don't a taco know what truck. I yeah. don't know what all this talk of uh, tacos has done to me, but I really want taquitos badly, and I can't. I know we can't find them in town. No, Montpelier does not sell taquitos anymore. You can't find them anywhere. Oh no, Julio's used to. The taquitos are gone. Taquitos are gone. Who took all the taquitos? <laughs> <laughs> Can we make a like a like a fake mystery? Like who? Uh, what's his name? The guy that played Machete in. Who to go the taquitos? <laughs> and then it's just a fucking angry guy trying to like fight the mob to get the taquitos back. I like where you're thinking. <laughs> I, li- I like where you're going with this, but yeah. hey, it's a it's it's a it's something to but yeah, just something to brainstorm about later. Now the reason why we're worried about scary clowns in the woods outside of the Fleetwood Manor apartment in is South Carolina. Is that what you said it was South Carolina? South Carolina, oh, okay. Greensville. Is because um, residents there have said they have spotted clowns near the woods uh, trying to get kids to come into the woods. Yeah. Um, there are quotes here. Uh, uh, Many of you inquired about clowns being spotted in the woods near Fleetwood Manor apartments, said Drew Penicario, a Greensville County deputy, in a press release on Monday, according to WF, uh, WYFF News 4. He says, as of today's date, there has been, no, there has been one incident report filed with our office reporting this and that incident report came from a woman who said she saw and this is quoted several clowns in the woods flashing several flashing green laser lights so almost like it was like an insane clown posse of sorts the next night she said her son could make out the sounds of chains and banging from outside their front door a different person said a clown with a large winking nose was hanging out near the dumpsters early one Saturday afternoon. Oh, okay. All right. Just Mr. Pants needs to just take his uh, junk out, and it's now all of a sudden he gets uh, accused of trying to lure kids into the woods? Jesus. Another resident of the manor, uh, James Arnold, told BuzzFeed, 
the best in all news sources. <laughs> that his children, 10 and 13, described the clowns out in the woods and they're trying to get us to come out there. He said some had chains, some had knives, and some were holding out money saying, come here, we've got candy for you. Okay. But they only, wouldn't go. Only, well, okay, first of all, I would be really pissed if I was that one smart clown with money trying to get kids and my fucking friend showed up with switchblades and chains. I'm like, dude, you're totally going to ruin this. Or like, you flash money and promise candy. Flash candy and promise candy. Double down in your fucking... No, exactly. But the thing is, though, even if it was like money and candy, boom, that guy had it. That guy was going to get some kids lured out to the woods. The fucking friends fucked up they showed up with chains and knives you're not gonna be like hey kids we got candy out in the woods and just look at the switchblade and be like no we're not gonna hurt you old mr bubbles just loves his chains and switchblades but he also loves his rollos come on out to the woods kids i won't blow you <laughs> <laughs> no i mean all of this does come in the fear of like john wayne gacy who mm-hmm. uh, a notorious clown killer uh, so uh that clown every clown ever uh, that has also always been creepy. Every fucking clown. I actually don't think any clown could ever lure a child because I think every child is afraid of clowns. Yet somehow they're associated with kids. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I mean, in I modern mean, Pennywise. Po- I think the well, I think the modern perception of clowns has changed radically. There's been recent polls uh, looking into how people perceive clowns, yeah. and modern polls have shown overwhelmingly that it's a negative, like. Thing, like period. terrified, period. Uh, like they're scared. And Possibly, it, I wonder, like uh, aligned with say, like uh, Pennywise. And it's oh yeah, every every one of these articles I've looked into, and I did do some research for this story. Uh, aligned the fear of clowns with John Wayne Gacy, the yep. uh, uh, the Pennywise, the clown from yep. it. Yep. And uh, I, I would love to lump this in, but it wasn't part of the article. Juggalos. <laughs> That's true, but you know damn well they have probably ne- only negative connotations to juggalos and they're clowns so I'm gonna assume that's that, that it's just like so in other words they're out of touch with today's youth if they think today they're gonna be able to uh, you know lure kids out in the woods dressed as clowns you're only gonna scare them away candy or no candy absolutely and if uh, if anyone's curious what the uh, the residents of the Fleetwood Manor as they like to call their apartment block <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't mean to feel so disparaging these people live probably poor but whatever um, what we have here is a uh, audio excerpt. We had to uh, send this image of the letter to Bruce Bruce over in, I think he's actually off the coast of New Zealand right now on another princess cruise, right? He was on a princess cruise. They got stuck in New Zealand. He's really pissed about it. So he was actually happy to get a little bit of a distraction because as, as you okay, know, that is, uh, that is Peter Jackson country and he's not very happy. So he was happy to get this distraction. He did it almost immediately, sent it back to us. Um, but we're just going to go ahead and roll that and let, uh, and let Bruce Bruce speak for himself. To the race of Fleetwood Manor. There has been several conversation and a lot of complaints to the office regarding a clown or a person dressed in clown clothing taking children or trying to lure children in the woods. First and foremost, at Fleetwood Manor Apartments, children's safety is a top priority. At no time should a child be alone at night or walking in the roads or woody areas at night, huh? Also, if a person or persons are seen, uh, you're to immediately call the police. Greenville County Police Department is aware of the situation and have been riding the property daily. Remember, there's a 10pm curfew for the property, so to ensure your children's safety, please keep them in the house during night hours and make sure at all times children are supervised. Any more information that comes up regarding this issue will be sent out to all residents. Thank you, property manager, definitely not the murderous clown that lives in the woods. Everything's fine. No problems here. Ignore the clown costume and the makeup that I come out come out with at night. 
Clowns are fine. Don't worry about them. Switchblades, chains, doesn't matter. They're fine, the clowns. What are they gonna do? Just rape your children or something? Anyway, Fleetwood Manor Apartments wishes to uh, say, on regards to Fleetwood Manor Apartments, very fancy. Sorry for all those children. Hey, don't look in the woods. Don't look under that rock. There's no children bones there. Definitely not children bones. Anyway, Bruce Bruce signing out. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, uh, Bruce Bruce, for for hitting that recording. Um, that takes us. Uh that was our last web dropping, right? Yeah, that actually brings us into our main part of the show, which is normally web droppings in a way, but it's sometimes a discussion in a way. Uh, yeah, well, you this just week call it's it, like a be, discussion. We try to theme It's something. a mashup. Yeah. It's a theme. It's it's consumerism. Now, consumerism can take all forms. Um, what we're going to start with here is a story out of McDonald's, of all companies. Yeah. Whoever would consider McDonald's a company rife of controversy? Yeah, who whoever would have thought? But well, and the thing about this is, it has actually little to do with the company itself. Yeah, they, they didn't somebody, promote this. They didn't some, do this. <laughs> what some consumer did with the product, and this is one of those things. Once again, you a lot of you probably have heard this because it did pick up some steam last week. This was on our docket for last week to talk about. Um, and uh, maybe some of you had the unfortunate delight of finding out why the term I did not watch the video, did I you? I did not. I did not watch the video. So neither of us have watched the video. And what I've heard it's on like, the internet me, it's is like it's two girls, been... one cup. I'm not going to. There's no need to. Like, oh, I, watched, I, know, I watched that. But I know what... I mean, I watched enough of it after being curious and clicking on it to see I didn't want to watch any more. But you probably saw the pretty much the worst part anyway, which is the shit eating. But uh, well, so, I mean, I, I've, thing, been, I've knew... been to a Dairy Queen. Like, I know yeah. how soft service pours. <laughs> out, of, out, of, out of somebody's asshole, um, but uh, but you know, but like in that case, it's one of those things. Like once I know what it's about, like it's not like I have to see it. Uh, although I no, actually I'm more curious with this because I know it. Like you know, shit, we're, it we're bearing like the lead. This is I. We're I'm bearing curious the lead. what this looks like. We're bearing the lead. What what's the lead then? His dick. His in a, dick in a McChicken was because buried <laughs> was being buried. <laughs> Because uh, McChicken was suddenly trending about a week and a half ago from the airing of this show, and no one understood why McChicken was airing. Uh, 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 airing trending, uh, yeah. trending, trending. Yeah. Well, and, and sometimes, like I see that too on the right, like hand bar, like trending now on whether it's on Facebook or on uh, Twitter, and I will be like, okay, that's I'm curious, like maybe that. And you click on. Usually, it. it's like immediate. You're like, oh, maybe somebody died or something like that. And then a lot of time, most of the time, it's boring or something, and it's just trending because of yay. Let's talk about this. This one, no, the people got fucking. T- like, uh... Yep. I don't know. Was, and well, once again, we're bearing lead. A guy fucked yeah. a McChicken. Yeah, guy fucked a McChicken. And, he, he and bought a McChicken, it, and he it, stuck his dick in it. Straight up POV style. Yep. Uh, fucked it, and apparently also got away with posting this on, like, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and um, uh, YouTube this, before it actually got taken down because he, of their sexual, uh, sexually explicit uh, oh, rules every, against it, whatever. Well, technically... Or not on the... In, in, uh, yeah. Only like, you, Instagram and that. To right. the listener, only YouTube would take down a video for being sexually explicit because uh, their bots are clear enough to yeah. d- detect within the video stream nudity. Yeah, um, Instagram does the same thing. Instagram no, censors no. a fucking vagina automatically. In- automatically? Yeah. I-, I thought that was all user-submitted nope. complaints. No, nope. it will... Uh, it will. Just- How do you know that it automatically censors a vagina? Oh, sorry. Well, I read that it that it is an, an algorithm that recognizes Okay, okay, okay. I thought you said that with, like, no. like force it, it, and bravita. Supposedly it's, a, it's, it's an algorithm bravita. because I... Um, 99% of what I uh, subscribe to on Instagram are artist feeds. And a lot of those artist feeds have uh, vaginas. vaginas or penises or something in them because they're figures. And those are generally things that 
Uh, I mean, perhaps Jer- somebody was Jer- like, Jer- no, only searches, I don't want that. Jer only searches artist feeds with the hashtag vagina. Vagina, yeah. I think they're not even hashtag with that. You got to you gotta stumble across them. So, One uh, of these days, I'm going to teach him how to spell Virginia because he's been searching for the state of Virginia <laughs> the keep, whole time. Yeah. He's a huge yeah. fan of what they do, but he keeps getting they're just pictures of pussies. all these Virginias. Why won't they let the Virginia show? Okay. Uh, no, but anyway, in a lot of these feeds, it's uh, people were complaining about the, uh, the Instagram bots and the algorithm blocking their shit gotcha. out and how they've they've taught they've tried to send stuff to you know instagram to be smart enough to recognize the fact that it's a piece of art and not an actual somebody just spreading out their uh labias and and penises all over the place now as fun as the idea of fucking a, a person sandwich. fucking a mcchicken sandwich and it trending on twitter and once again we did not look at this video i might end up watching it at some point I, me too baby because maybe. this one sounds like i don't know what it looks like to go, fuck go, a chicken just, sandwich yeah just go find it actually you know what and have might, fun with it i'm gonna fuck a chicken sandwich that's actually way better oh and just see it oh yeah. I- irl yeah because why not i mean i don't want to watch somebody else fuck it and get all that i'm guessing like the the sauces and stuff getting all mashed up in your ding dong apparently he was going to town on it people were really talking about man you're really going to fucking town on that chicken sandwich so uh i don't know which uh yeah which which uh position he was doing it in but all right now our next story comes out of germany and this is uh, another consumerism story because of the fact that harry potter uh the eight films that covered the seven book series was considered one of the most highly po- uh profitable franchises next each to one made star billions. wars yeah each one made billions of dollars yeah like next and to it's still star wars money. these are huge yeah. now what i love is that if you go on to youtube and go to w-i-w-a which is an account mm-hmm. and subscribe you can find Harry Potter in the secret porn basement. Yeah. Or any other number of Harry Potter full, full movie movies. dubs. Like, full. The sound effects are there. Oops. The music yeah. is there. It's like you're watching the movie from your couch like you're a normal person. But in this case, you're German. Yeah. And, and <laughs> what they ended up doing was redubbing it all in the most sexy way it was it was like sexual sexual yeah i wouldn't say it's sexy at all but because there's because they're talking about like them prostituting themselves yeah and 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 there were some parts that weren't even sexual but there's it's just pure jokes and fun because it's uh because it's a dub i mean unless you know german where you can listen to it and be like ah they said all that stuff yeah uh these are all subtitled english so if you just go to w-i-w-a on youtube uh, you can subscribe to see their future ones. So far, they have uh, Harry Potter in the Plastic Cup, Harry Potter and a Stone, uh, Harry Potter in the Secret Porn Basement, yep. and I don't think they have any more. I think they're dubbing them as we speak. Um, I'm going to play one here, muted, and read a little bit of it. And I'm doing this like literally from a random point. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click. Okay. Um, this looks like it's Harry Potter and Dobby the House Elf talking. Hey, my lamp. Hey, my beautiful Ikea lamp. And he hits himself in the head. I didn't know we were in Pluto. And now, let go of the lamp. I'm going to put you in the closet, you little fucker. How many times have I... And his dad walked in. How many times have I told you you're forbidden to masturbate in the closet? I didn't fap. Don't fuck the cat either. I didn't fuck the cat. At least not today. Do you know this one? I'll show you the next time. And I don't know. But you're... What are you hiding in the closet? Not a cat. (laughs) 
Okay, that was that was very quickly. Oh, and it ended on Dobby coming out of the closet where Harry Potter had hit him, and it says, "If you saw dildos in my closet by any chance, dot dot dot." Uh, yeah, yeah. So they so, they're, they're, they're it's it's comedic and sexual, and obviously very not Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm mean, sorry. If, if that was rapid fire. I could not even read an entire lines. Yeah. Like you have to be ready for this and be primed for it. Yeah, you were literally going to watch Harry Potter dirty but with all the same sound effects music it's, it really is, you're just gonna have a totally different it's like watching a, a movie you've seen before for the first time i actually have not seen the movies i saw the first one but uh i haven't but Jared so has, i might Jared actually love visual mediums that's um, why we podcast yeah that's true actually i i they terrify me uh if it's not the simpsons it's sights and sounds ah that's my impression of Jer. Uh, did I tell you uh, on a little bit of a side note that I watched all of Stranger Things again and all in one sitting again? Yeah, because I went home. Good, you and I are on two viewings each. Yeah, I uh, I went home uh, to, uh, Labor Day weekend and my dad had never seen it and none of, nobody in my family had seen it. So I started it at like eight p.m. with my dad and he got sucked into the same thing. We went to bed at like three after watching all the episodes. He started dozing off a little halfway through a couple of them, so he's got to rewatch some. But I watched all eight straight through. Boom, bang, boom. Hey, Jerry, you know what? What's up? The biggest, one of the biggest trends worldwide for consumerism is kite flying and kite buying. Yeah, of course it is. Bet you know that. Uh, I assumed it. Well, kites are amazing, and I'm going to start my story here with a bunch of kite facts. Okay, okay. Are you ready? Uh, I've not read any of these, by the way, uh, per your instructions. Yes. Largest kite in the world? 45 feet. 630 square meters. Oh, jeez, I don't even know what that is. Is that more than feet? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Longest kite ever flown? Uh, 45 meters. 180 hours. (laughs) Oh, like longest time. (laughs) Wait, wait. Is meters bigger than hours? (laughs) Yes. What's the metric for hours? One. Good. (laughs) Okay, we we know the metric system. There are 78 rules to fly a kite in Thailand. Okay. 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 You're, not you're still gonna, with me? You're not going to read every one of those rules? Um, I've I'm I'm been reading them. Um, kites were used in the American Civil War to deliver letters and newspapers. Interesting. Now, here's the fact oh, that... they ran out of like, here's, pigeons? Here, here's the fact that gets me to our next story. Okay, good. On average, 12 people die per year flying kites. Scott, how in uh, hell would that ever happen? Well, weaponized kites. Okay, good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this, this story actually comes out of Asia. Um, yeah. In Pakistan and in India, uh, kite flying has not only become a very popular thing to do throughout their many festivals, but has become competitive, so competitive. as Fuck. It's pretty much they have kite fight clubs. Kite clubs, if you will. Kite Wait, clubs. But Wait, no, that sounds stuff. racist. Yeah. Uh, kite, kite, kite clubs? Oh, you're, you're true. I was just thinking that kite club also just doesn't sound like... I mean, just because it sounds like fight club, like there are legitimately kite clubs out there. So That it, still it sounds racist every time you say it. Like you're Kite talking... clubs. Cunt clubs? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you're, you're lisping a little bit. Yeah, I can't quite that, tell. That is, that is true. Now, the reason the story kind of caught our attention is because we never have heard of the the idea of someone dying from flying a kite. And what we didn't realize is that, and this took me a very weird Google search last night before bed. Of, oh, a Google hole. Huh? And I, I'm a Google hole. Yeah. Um, I, I fell down a Google hole of typing in these words. How many people die per year on average from kites? 
That took some real finesse to work into a number I could find and end up being 12 on average. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, this year alone... And, like, and uh, multiple kids uh, out of this, too. Like, yeah, kids this... and people that aren't even in doing the kite flying. Oh, no, yet, random, yeah. random they're like They're like, uh, they get caught in the kite crossfire. This actually comes from the BBC News, is that uh, three people this year in uh, Delhi, uh, in India, right? Yeah, India. Sorry, I took me a moment to check my notes. Uh, died from kites uh, alone, from beheadings. Um, kite flying has become so hot and so competitive that people will coat the uh, kite string, mm-hmm. the actual wound up string, with a... Uh, um, a fixative, if you will, yeah, glue. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they put on that is like shards of metal, yeah, broken crushed glass, glass and stuff. They anything becomes sharp. Like razor wire. It becomes razor wire. Yeah, yeah. And what they want to do is fly their kites and angle them at a high speed to go up across, say, three competitors' kites. Right. And it cuts their cut strings. their strings, yeah. and the kites fall to the ground, and they're done. And their kite stays in the air. And they win the the kite. Club. In in one outing, there has been three murders if you will because yeah. india and Excellent pakistan death, both yeah. consider this murder if you kill someone with your kite string oh. um beheadings are often the result of this but i believe this year the three were uh slit throats well because i believe which is is getting pretty close to that anyway and that would definitely not be, be pretty slitting nasty. the throat is cutting the fleshy part in the front a beheading yeah. would mean you, you get lucky enough to actually hit between the spinal column yeah, parts exactly and, but and what, what i understood like you there was get actually, lucky enough i think there was like a couple of, of kids or people in one sitting that just like they had their head through like a sunroof driving down the road yep. and one of those kites, kites. W- had apparently been like drifting through by. yeah yep. it had been drifting through cut two kids by, heads off and just chopped their heads off yeah and, and they, they've heard we they'd heard of like stories of cows and other animals and stuff like that dying uh being killed by them as well and obviously the death toll for humans is bringing this uh, story into the daylight a little bit more especially since it's been like four kids in, or three kids in the last four months or whatever it's five in the last four months multiple people in the last few months that has brought this to everybody's attention once again now we're only talking with this story in the capacity of deaths um 12 deaths on average per year uh this year it might spark a, uh, a spike a little higher it looks like there's a 10 to 20 percent rise in hospital ad uh, admissions based on kite related injuries um to give you any clue of how bad it actually has become even though it is illegal um the southern southern city of chennai in uh pakistan has recently reported as many as 583 hospital admissions in two days Whoa. this past January. Well, because they have like a festival that goes on, right? Yeah. And, 583 and... kite injuries just in January. Jesus. Yeah. So we're, so we're talking about like obviously the tragic, the deaths that occur, but like there's, it's a larger than just the deaths. I mean, there are people who yeah end up in the hospital because of this as well, which. Yeah, and these, these bans on dangerous strings and dangerous kites in these cities is not new. There are, some of these are as old as four decades. Well, they're saying it's hard, it's hard to prosecute, like, because a lot of these are loose. Like, they're. Oh, loose it's hard. It's super hard. Or I'm hard sure, to tell. like, if you're flying one, like, wee, and then all of a sudden you see somebody's head fall off, you're letting go of that fucking string w- and letting it float and be like, I don't know, I'll just walk away. Like, man, I'll just walk in by and somebody was kite. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to find out whose kite this was to prosecute somebody, you know, on even DNA evidence to figure out who flew this kite. My only problem with this, I guess, is why is this not part of a new James Bond movie? 
why don't we have Daniel Craig going through a new Delhi market and jumping over cabs and stuff, and then assassins are trying to cut his heads off with kites? Uh, well, because we haven't made it yet, but we're going to. I, 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 I promises. I truly do believe that our show is the forerunner of all pop culture. And, uh, yeah. And Daniel Craig is a listener. And he, Daniel he's Craig, actually, he's a good a friend listener, of the show. Good friend of the show, Daniel Craig. Is we want listening. you on. And we do know that he is uh, purely Busy. responsible for writing and directing and producing all of those movies himself. So I know he has carte blanche. Uh, he can take this and run with it. Now, Jerry, we have one last story, and yes. this is something we've done in the past. We've done Amazon uh, comical reviews in the past, yeah, right. where people decide en masse to attack one product on uh, Amazon for no apparent reason. Honestly, it may take one jokester to get the ball rolling. Maybe it's a Reddit thread. Maybe it's a 4chan gang up. We don't know. But what we do know is Haribo, H-A-R-I-B-O, sells a brand of gummy bears <laughs> and these are sold on Amazon. Yeah. And if you want to just go to Amazon and spend two minutes just reviewing the reviews for this, uh, you will not be let down. I don't think there's a single one there just saying, uh, gummy bears, exactly what I needed. Yeah, like sugar-free tum, gummy bears. Tum, full of bear gum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant bag of sugar-free like gummy bears which sound like a terrible idea anyway but your I, average review is entitled something more along the lines of just don't unless it's a gift for someone you hate yeah um and uh you know fully weaponized gummy bears um yeah. and be sure to buy oxyclean and pretty much what people are getting at is uh if you eat uh any more than what one one reviewer said if you uh eat more than don't eat more than 15 at a time unless you're trying to power wash your intestines apparently you pretty much shit yourself for the rest of the day if you eat these and unfortunately people have read these reviews because they become so popular uh to, to review these negatively and they've been like yeah right somebody just jumped on we've read like comical reviews before where people clearly haven't even bought the product they just think it's fun to make fun of yeah these people have decided to test that bought them and then gotten back on and say yep believe the hype and it's all true like stuff like that because yeah. oh apparently, my god and quote everything oh my god everything previously written is true it's all true don't eat more than 15 a city sitting unless you want to try to power wash your intestines yep and and uh let's see uh the the cramping started about an hour later and soon enough i was bloated as a balloon in a macy's thanksgiving day parade when the rumbling started i sprinted down the hallway and made it to the bathroom just in time for the four horsemen of the apocalypse to stampede from my backside lay, laying waste to my home septic system and my will to live after three hours of pelvic shaking gummy bear assault i was spongy and weak Surprised that I had any bones left, I cursed Haribo with the little strength I could muster. <laughs> no, these reviews are amazing. Um, I love that they're their titles alone, like awesome and explosive. You don't understand. Excellent taste in small portions. Gastrointestinal Armageddon. Like the review titles. God damn. Yeah. Here, I like this one. After a few hours, I had an extreme buildup of gas with no relief. All I could do was lie in my bed and pray for a fart. That might sound funny, but when you've eaten something that basically turned you into a blueberry girl from Willy Wonka, you're pleading for relief. Yeah, so apparently, and, and there was actually one too, uh, I, I guess some uh, some bros decided to buy some of these to kind of test one another, be like, it's got to be bullshit. So they all just dug in together with like a handful of them and it was like i guess like a work crew of people who work together and then apparently just minutes later or you know an hour later they were all in the bathroom 
pretty much texting each other, being like, please, God, kill me. And one of them warning one of their friends who hadn't quite had the issue yet, saying, if you think you're going to fart, it's not a fart. In other words, people were just about shitting their pants from eating these delicious Haribo uh, sugar-free gummy bears. The beauty of it, they're sugar-free, probably no calories. Come on. Yeah, so um, if you want to go to Amazon and actually... Uh, There's not, not, way more on Amazon. Well, I was going to say, not only look at the rest of them, but maybe add your own. Yeah. If we see anything with maybe a hashtag of L-A-H yeah. at the end, uh, we'll read your uh, Amazon review for these gummy bears, Haribo, H-A-R-I-B-O. Uh, we'll read them on air next week, so yeah. anyone who feels uh, the need to go and add their own, please uh, just leave a little note at the end. Something, something, that, something few, that shows that you listen to us. And if we got a few, maybe we'll uh, send another one out. Bruce, Bruce is going to be in New Zealand for a while, see if he wants to read a couple as well. Um, and because uh, I don't, I don't. And we're looking is... at you and Jason and Lacey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jason, <laughs> yeah. Lacey. Yeah. We know you're listening. Come on, and we know you want to go to Lost. I mean, uh, you want to go to Amazon.com and look up Haribo. Chris, and also, Chris, Chris. I mean, we're. we're I kind of want to buy doing, these for my enemies, like somebody what mentioned. We're, what we're doing right now is we're calling out uh, contributors for this episode. By the way, um, uh, Jason, Chris, uh, Christopher Ball. Uh, contributed many of these stories for this week's episode. Yep. You and I both are going through a uh, rough period, if you will. And uh, this was a welcome show because we had most of our show made for us. It was very nice, yeah. Um, thank you. We appreciate it. After we, a couple we, of we, busy we, weeks, especially with uh, interview stuff and getting all that worked out, it was nice to have... It almost felt like a week off. Week. We just we just sat down and we got to chat about stories other people helped bring, bring to the table. Um, so, yeah, uh, outside of that, uh, we don't have any five-star reviews this week. So if you're listening to this show... You liked our interviews, you liked this discussion piece episode, and you'd like to leave us a review, go to iTunes. If you want to review Haribo Gummy Bears on our iTunes page and do that as well, you could literally just do that because we will read anything you write for a five-star review on our episode, uh, uh, on a, a future episode. And it doesn't matter what it's about. You just have to be like, hey, your show is pretty cool, and then say whatever you want, and we have to read it. It doesn't matter if it's derogatory toward me uh, and it is horrible stuff to say. Uh, as long as iTunes lets it through, which um, they actually are a little bit picky about sometimes the stuff that gets uh, through, but um, we will read it. I don't care. If it makes it to the iTunes Fly Style Review uh, page, um, or I think you can also leave reviews on Stitcher, which we haven't actually checked in a while. A Maybe time. even Google. Like, we're more, yeah, the we're, we're honestly more Apple people, so we, we care about the iTunes one, which also for podcasters, I hate to say it, but, well, most the of the stuff, iTunes yeah. podcast review thing is probably the most important metric. Yeah, yeah. For really a is, podcast. Yeah. I hate to say it, like Google's a little late in the game. They didn't think podcasts well, well, were the important thing that, the, the thing until that I know, this year. Well, the thing that I've, I've even heard of people who don't listen to podcasts on iTunes, but they'll go when they leave the reviews, they'll go to iTunes to leave the reviews. Yeah, because they know that's Apple's where the people are reading it well, and where it's actually helping you get noticed and you get pushed to the front page more and stuff. You and I talked about this earlier about Android and Apple like being on different wavelengths now. Android's actually surpassing Apple in a lot of ways. And I agree with you hundred percent. Um it's just interesting to think that like we still ask for the review on Apple. Because yeah. that's where it matters most to a podcaster. Well, like, I mean, well, it makes sense too. I mean, listen to the name. The podcast literally was essentially created for the platform of the iPod, which was, uh, I mean, really, it's internet radio. It's uh, it's radio on the internet, as uh, is d discussed on uh, Silicon Valley, which is a great show. Everybody should watch that randomly. Uh, I'm going to talk about that one. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's internet radio that decided to get uh, rebranded by Apple, rebranded by Apple as podcast at some point. And guess what? It stuck. And, uh, Apple's where you got to go to to really I guess yeah to, to to for us to it's currency 
the Apple stuff is currency, and uh, it helps us out if you go there and leave a five-star review. But you can also actually catch us at other places to help support the show if you've already left a five-star review. Uh, we have stuff merch on our uh, web store on lostathomepodcast.com. And we're on Twitter at the Lost at Home Podcast. Actually, at the Lost at Home. But yeah, at I'm the sure Lost if you at keep home. typing, you'll still find <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> at the Lost at Home. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm at Sonic Jalopy on Twitter and, and Instagram. I- so. I'm on Instagram at legend underscore tripper. And uh, I don't know. You can just find us everywhere. Just yeah. look, just type into your Google browser, Lost Home Podcast, and you will find an amazing plethora of material. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, uh, on that, I think we're ready to go out. And last week, uh, we, we mentioned that we were at Vermont Comic Con, which we had a blast going to. Uh, we didn't get a ton of interview stuff out of the way. We were focusing on a lot of other stuff there and networking and things. But we did actually sit down from somebody we talked to uh, last year. This is um, We're going to actually go out on Theo talking about his experience at Vermont Comic Con, and we rib him a little bit. And then after that, I decided to go out on, uh, or actually leave you on a song I thought was pretty enjoyable called Kites Are Fun, an old hippie 70 or 60s song by the free design uh, that sort of fit because kites apparently are fun but they can also kill you so uh, and unfortunately I couldn't find a song named kites will kill you so enjoy Theo and kites are fun and have a great week later you can start okay uh, first of all tell us who you are why the heck you're here and why you're so great that you get to be on our show twice when most other people rarely get the shot to be on once uh, my name is Theo Becker and I'm. I get to be here twice because I know Scott's son. Okay. Oh, That's so a fair just, answer. Yeah. Just pure favoritism in that case. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we've asked you some of these questions from last year, possibly. And, I might uh, remember some of my answers. Doesn't matter. We're gonna ask again anyway. See if they've changed. We can compare them. Uh, okay. Number one, and we're this is perfect because we're right next to the Ghostbusters here. Uh, who's your favorite Ghostbuster? Egon. Okay. Love it. Thank you. Number two, what? if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Uh, probably telekinesis. And what would you do with it? Follow-up question. Lift things. Mm. You can lift things with your arms. You don't need telekinesis yeah, but... for it. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, the like, whole I mean, like, point, across the, the whole the point of telekinesis is that you don't have to You'd, like, sit things. there on your couch and you can lift, Ladies like, sandwiches. Yeah. Toward you, you can yeah. work yeah. out without <laughs> working out. That's the, that's the purpose of working out. Working out your mind. Anyway. Telekinesis, where every time you use it, your muscles grow bigger. Right. Yeah, I mean, that just (laughs) makes sense. (laughs) Perfect. So, outside, two minutes, problem shake. That's a a dying meme. Yeah, that was uh, that was 2013. Uh, Okay, totally. (laughs) Uh, In case you couldn't hear that, we're talking about the Harlem Shake. Yes, uh, if anybody out there knows what it is, feel free to do it right now. Uh, Number three, uh, if you had a sandwich named after you, what would be in it? Uh... Hmm. Veiled dreams and tears. Wow. <laughs> okay, this is the emo sandwich. Yes. <laughs> Salty, it makes you feel hollow when you're done eating it. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that makes you hungry for everything. It's an, it's an anti-sandwich. <laughs> now, in all the Star Wars movies, they have different lightsabers, double-ended, mm-hmm. the, the new one that looks like an upside-down cross. Yeah. Um, if you could design your own, what would it look like and what color would it be? Uh, hmm. That is a question. Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, I'm surprised you don't have an answer. You know, if I don't like... <laughs> you haven't thought about this all day? You know, sometimes I'm not thinking of the real important questions. Like, <laughs> how would, what would your lightsaber be like? 
but I would have to say we're getting some very dramatic music yeah, in the background what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Leading up to that, I now your answer. I would have to say, uh, kind of like a rapier lightsaber. Okay. And it would probably be purple because everybody knows that's the best lightsaber color. It's a, it's a, it's an awesome color for a lightsaber and just in general. Mm-hmm. Now, in ten words or less, describe your experience today at the con. For the listener at home, he is counting on his fingers. He just lost count at seven, though, so it's going to be a while. <laughs> He's starting over. It's okay. You can, however many your fingers go up to, you just give us that many. Wait, <laughs> 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 did he stop? Uh, Flaying Smash costs a dollar. Are you for real? No, it's only nine. That, that's fine. Right, we said or you less. Said, uh, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we said yeah. and we said or less. So uh, uh, and we're, playing, we're taking one word away for all the finger counting. Yes, there was in fact a smash tournament here. Yes. Uh, I'm. I got third place. I was. I did pretty well for myself. But I'd like to point out the fact that after the tournament, it costs a dollar to play, and uh, if you. You lose, then you have to pay another dollar to play, and I don't, I don't think that's a very fair system. No, I mean it's a little bit like an arcade, except you're playing a game you could play at home. Yeah, but I think, but the thing is, instead of costing a quarter, it costs uh, a dollar. four quarters. Yeah, fair enough. All right, uh, before we let you go, is there anything else you want to tell the people of the world? Hmm. We have a high listenership in China. I don't doubt that. <laughs> I think they're all hackers, but yeah. <laughs> they have no idea what we're talking about. They just really like uh, visual. I just said visual <laughs> yeah. on a podcast. Yes, the yeah. Chinese do yes. love those visual podcasts. Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> uh, I would have to say the Harlem Shake is a dead meme. Please stop. Fair enough. All right. right, Thank you very much. Bring Harambe back to life. Kites are fun, see my kite, it's green and white 
Laughing, laughing, it's just a flight. All that's between us is a little yellow string that we like each other more than anything. And we run along together through the field behind my house. And the little drops of rain caress her face and watch my blouse. And we'd like to be a zillion miles away from everyone. Cause mom and dad and uncle Bill don't realize.